Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Be Kind Podcast. This is Joe here, joined by John. And just a reminder, we are on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Podbean. And you can find all those episodes and info on the post on social media and in the show notes. And we are part of the Animal Advocates, a South Central PA's mission to create a more compassionate and loving world for all creatures, big, small, tall, short, synonyms antonyms all those things going forward to make sure everything is loved because everything should be loved and today's episode is a special fourth of july themed episode before we get into our talk of the week i'm just going to ask john what we've been up to hey everybody it's john um so i haven't really been doing too much uh i went to a friend's house recently and got to pet her bunny so that was nice. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of food experimenting. I'm like planning these things out in my head. I haven't actually made them yet, but I'm thinking about doing scallion pancake tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Should be interesting. So I got some couple other ideas I've been working on, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to try these things out. Would the scallion pancake tacos be filled with Chinese food? That's what I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. I think I would do that. So it would be like tofu and rice and like uh, maybe even um, like uh, bean sprouts or something. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of all these things. Almost like maybe even like do like a stir fry and toss that in there with maybe like sriracha or something. Or some vegan sour cream or something. Yeah, you could totally do that. Absolutely. Well, I'm intrigued, so I'm excited <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Uh, I actually had Miyoko's cheese for the first time ever. My brother bought it to make a pizza with, and then we never made the pizza, so he gave <laughs> me the cheese, and it was really good. And then I had this very existential crisis where I was thinking, what is cheese really, and why <laughs> isn't it always made this way if it can be? Because it tasted basically the same as cheese and had the same texture yeah it's good stuff i've i've had it a couple of times and it's a little more expensive so i don't really go out of my way to get it it's like for special occasions or something but yeah it's good stuff it's really good and i appreciate when the ingredients are actually all real things because sometimes people ask me what's in vegan cheese anyway and a lot of times <laughs> the answer is everything but dairy <laughs> right right but this was actually very simple stuff like cashews and nutritional yeast mm -hmm. and things like that. So it was very cool. So if you ever get a chance, they got some money to spare, I highly recommend Miyoko's Cheese. Yeah, and, and Miyoko is awesome too. Like her live feeds she does on uh, Instagram, she does a lot of cooking demos and stuff. She's very entertaining and she's very nice. Well, that's it for the mindless banter to start us off. Get us warmed up and a little more comfortable. But tis the season for July 4th to celebrate our pride of our country and our day of independence and john i'm just going to pass the ball over to you and say how has this july 4th season been treating you mm. well um i have a problem with fireworks i've had them for a long time <laughs> i've been really struggling to uh deal with it and lately um i'm sure everyone has noticed that since basically memorial day weekend there's been fireworks relentlessly every day except maybe one day when it was raining but it's been going on every single day and it goes on until like one o'clock in the morning sometimes even later and it's 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 very uh nerve-wracking and it upsets my animals my my dogs that i have at my house they cower and they're really upset about it and i feel bad for them and it's it's i don't know it's very nerve-wracking just to give a little background for everyone, we are living in York City, so that is 
a place where technically fireworks are legal in Pennsylvania, but in New York City had to be 100 feet from a place of residence or a public space. And in York City, there is really no place that exists that meets that criteria. So essentially, they're illegal in New York City, and yet people keep sending them off every single night, and they leave trash, terrify animals, and it's really just not a cool thing. John, anything else you want to add? Yeah, so um, a couple weeks ago, they were shooting off in our alleyway, and they actually started to aim the fireworks directly at my house and we we had firework residue all over the place and we just discovered more on my balcony which is really bad because it's wood and it totally could have caught on fire and they my aunt actually went out and yelled at them to stop and they basically started swearing at her and yelling at her and then they shot some more fireworks and then they took off running and yeah it's it's totally disrespectful and like, I get it. People want to celebrate and do cool things with fireworks. And I I understand that it's so pretty and all that stuff. But you got to draw the line and not dis- disrespect your neighbors. It's just, it's inappropriate and it's wrong. You're being so calm and peaceful. I'm trying. I'm trying. You see me over here. Like, I want to, like, start yelling. <laughs> but. Well, dear listener, you may be thinking to yourself, why the heck are they talking about fireworks on a vegan podcast? Well... Funny story, podcasts are actually not vegan. I did a little research before this episode and found out they are made with a fatty acid that is derived from animals so the gunpowder and metals in them can be preserved longer. And I know that people may be thinking, well, are you one of those enzymes and bread kind of people? But no, no, I'm not one of those people. But just as context, fireworks in and of themselves as a physical object are not 100% vegan. That is not to get on the effects of them that are purely not vegan or not compassionate towards anyone but we'll totally get into that in a second because i have some more information about that because so do you want me to go into it now go for it okay so the heavy metals that come out of fireworks they actually don't just like float away like they come straight down to the ground and they get into the drinking water and actually kill fish and uh it's toxic you know so it you know it's killing animals as well as you know besides scaring them and uh causing them to go into shock and stuff like that like they are actually getting poisoned by this stuff so it's 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 not good for the environment at all i mean we're breathing it in too so yeah it's 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 definitely there's nothing vegan about it so it it it's bad it's really bad and I don't want to minimize the terrifying effect they have on animals, too. There are more animals and pets that go missing on July 4th than any other day of the year. Because if you look at it from their perspective, we have the knowledge, at least, to process the giant, colorful explosions making a huge, deafening noise in the sky above us. But imagine if we did not know where that was coming from, and all of a sudden the sky just opened up in a giant, blinding light of rainbow colors and explosions. You would think the world was ending. And then yet, that's what every single animal has to go through every time some jamoke goes outside and sets off a bunch of fireworks. What did you just say? Jamoke? Jamoke? Jamoke. I never heard that before. I learned that word in college. Um, Some of my friends would always use that word to describe somebody who is not good at whatever they're doing or is just a nuisance in general. I like that word. 
I learned yeah. something today. And if you think, all right, well, I'll just go in the middle of the woods and sell fireworks where I won't bother any animals. That's even worse because at least when your dog or cat gets terrified, it can go under your bed where it's nice and safe and won't run away into the street and die. But if you go in the middle of the woods and you sell off these fireworks, basically you are flushing every single animal out of his home all at once and making a huge frenzy and scaring things all over the place and hedgehogs come out of their holes get picked off by hawks or deers run out from their homes get run over by cars it's just chaos because again they think the world's ending and you can't blame them the world kind of is ending from their perspective so it just harms animals all across the board mentally physically i want to say emotionally too and that's just the animals People also, as John's saying, are severely affected by it too. Even anyone with post-traumatic stress syndrome or maybe suffering from a behavioral mental diagnosis where that kind of overstimulation is terrifying for them. Those people see and hear those also when you set them off in the middle of the street. So just across the board, fireworks are not a compassionate thing to do. And I have no problem poo-pooing fireworks because I never liked fireworks even when I was growing up. To me, it was just you sit in a field, the bugs come and eat you alive for an hour or two, and then you get startled for another half hour and have hot ash fall on you. (laughs) But speaking of hot ash, um, a couple months ago, my friend's house burnt down. She actually lived in a row house. So there were actually four other houses besides her that burned up, and they just recently found out that it was because of fireworks, and she lost everything. I mean, her, her even her cat, like her cat vanished. So it, it's just it's it's just awful, you know, what they what fireworks are capable of doing, and people don't seem to respect that, and it's it's bad. It's really bad. I mean, I just shot a video recently that I actually sent to a local news station, but they were shooting them off directly at trees. It's like, what are you doing? That's going to like cause a massive fire, and it's been kind of dry. I mean, we're starting to get a little bit more rain now, but like it was pretty dry when they were doing this, and it's like, that is not a good thing to do at all. There are certain things in life where I'm amazed society as just generally trust people with them well cars are one example you just trust somebody to get behind a giant screaming metal death trap and go on a road going <laughs> a 50 to 100 miles an hour right. it's just something you trust anyone with if they can pass this test and or cooking is another thing i know it's going to sound weird but when you're cooking you have fire you have knives you have all sorts of potentially poisonous things if you don't cook them right I mean, even a gas stove, you could literally explode a house just by leaving your stove on. Yeah, mm-hmm. people trust it. I mean, this is getting a little off topic, <laughs> but there's certain things in life where you think there should really be a little more thought going behind who gets to take advantage of these things. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I actually think there should be some kind of test that people do before they get fireworks, like, you know, allowed to have fireworks. I think that's a good idea. Maybe we should write something up and send that to our... Uh, congress or <laughs> senators or something i don't know make them pinky swear they're not yeah. gonna set them off yeah <laughs> yeah just you know some kind of law to make it a little bit harder for people to get access to it and almost killing people too i mean people are getting hurt really bad by these fireworks too because people are just lighting them off and you know not thinking about it anything else on fireworks before i ask my next question i think i think that's about it for now i'm I mean, I could say, you know, again, 
you know, you were talking about how it freaks the animals out. Like my poor dog, like he's a big dog. And when he <laughs> hears these fireworks, he goes hiding because he, he like hides, un- tries to hide under the couch. And that's not easy because he's a big dog. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like seeing my dogs suffer because they're usually like pretty fearless. And then, yeah, it's, it's awful. My next question is, where would you draw your line in terms of veganism? Let me phrase this a different way. So every vegan has the line they draw in the sand saying, all right, maybe it's I'll eat no meat or dairy or eggs, but I'll have honey and that's okay. And then from there, or I'll have oysters once a week or Mm -hmm. I wear secondhand leather or something. Or they have those lines they draw in the sand say, all right, I will be vegan up until this point. And then I'm not going to stress myself out, try and worry and be 100% perfect. I'll do what I got to do to make sure that it's a sustainable way of life for me. And... Some people may see fireworks as that line where I'll do everything else, but gosh darn it, my family's been selling fireworks every year for as long as I can remember, and this is the one thing I'll do every year, so stop giving me a hard time, Joe and John. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing um, where I draw the line I think of is killing mosquitoes. I, (laughs) like, I'm pretty vegan. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, but when it comes to, like, mosquitoes, they're a deadly species. Like they kill more people than any other species on the planet. So they're, it's, we're kind of at war with them (laughs) and there's a lot more of them than there are of us. So it's kind of like, what we need to do something about mosquitoes, you know, (laughs) would you killing the mosquito in your house be saving a life, John? It would possibly be saving my aunt or myself. So yeah, (laughs) for me, I, I don't buy animal products ever unless I absolutely have to. So if I'm on vacation, someone says go pick up groceries, I will not pick up milk or eggs or anything yeah, I'm, like that. yeah. I'm pretty strict about not like doing that, and I don't cook anything for family members. That yeah. So <laughs> I guess where I start, where I draw the line is, I will wear secondhand leather and wool stuff, just because in my mind, if I throw it out, I'm not doing the animals any good but then i realized you could also argue well someone out there who isn't vegan should be wearing that as well and as a vegan you should go out there trying to represent as best as possible and i get everyone has their own line i get it i get it but it's putting your own values on someone else is always very difficult especially when you're coming at from one vegan to another it gets really hard to almost win that fight am i making any sense john no it makes sense makes sense to me so i guess where i fall on fireworks is there is no necessity for it in your life, and it does not make your life easier to go out and do fireworks. Right. Do fireworks. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, and I, it's one thing if it was, like, for special occasions, like it's supposed to be, but when it's every day like that, it's not good. Even the mayor's, like, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> like, people were really fed up with it, and something needs to change about that. It's not you being easy on yourself with the fire. You are actively going out there and buying fireworks, setting them off, taking time, effort, energy, money to make it happen. I'm not going out there and having someone buy a leather belt and then throw it out so I can go pick up that leather belt and wear it. I'm just, the leather belt happens to be a secondhand store, and then I figure it's better off being put to use than sitting here for the rest of its life. And maybe that makes me hypocrite. I'm sure. Well, most vegans are hypocrites in some yeah, way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah. No one's perfect. Right. 
No, I agree with that. I mean, I I definitely have my flaws. I mean, so far as veganism things. I mean, obviously, I want to kill mosquitoes, but I mean, I know there's other things that you know maybe I'm not quite aware of that I'm doing. Like some people have things that like cell phones. I mean, there's definitely animal products on a cell phone. I mean, there's plastic. I mean, that's an animal product if you think about it. And you know, it it's you got to pick your battles. You know, you can't just freak out about every single thing or you're not going to have anything. You're just going to be a naked person running around going, Oh, I can't touch anything. Cause I'll kill it. And it's just like <laughs> living off berries right. and grass. Well, actually that's why ever heard of fruitarian diet. Yeah. Yeah. They like, apparently are the only true vegan right, diet because <laughs> fruit was fruit and nuts are specifically made to be eaten. Right. So if you go out there and eat broccoli, you're not, vegan because the broccoli was grown to have seeds to go out and if you eat the broccoli the seeds right. aren't getting out there but yeah um yeah. good luck all you aspiring <laughs> vegans <laughs> no you just you just gotta you know pick your battles and decide what's best for you and do the best you can i mean that's that's what i view veganism as is you know just doing the best you can and trying not to kill everything yeah, if you're actively trying not to do something, even if you fall short, I think that's still good. Whereas yeah. if you're actively trying to do something that goes against your vegan values, that is no good. Right. So if you're driving and you accidentally hit a squirrel or run over cars, that run, say run over cars? <laughs> run um, over cars? Run into bugs or something like that. That is, I mean, it's unfortunate and terrible, but we're not going to say if you drive a car, you're not vegan. Right. I agree with that. And yeah, it's just, Again, you just got to pick your battles and know what's right for you. All right, John. We're coming up on 20 <laughs> minutes. Anything else you want to talk about? I can't think of anything, really. I, I mean, other than stop blowing stuff up. <laughs> yes, please. No more blowing stuff up. That is very, very not cool. What is a good vegan way to celebrate the 4th of July, John? I mean, having cookouts with vegetables and, you know, shish kebabs and stuff like that. Um, you can even barbecue a tofu <laughs> uh yeah just you know as long as you're doing social distancing properly and just do what you would normally do without fireworks or maybe even like you know watch a movie or you know do something that's not going to destruct things and like disrupt your neighbors and <laughs> yeah, just have a little empathy and try and see things from other people's points of view whereas this thing may be a great event for you maybe it's not so great for other people so maybe Watch a movie, a really patriotic movie. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, there's lots of movies out there. One thing that really upset me when these fireworks first started this year, it was like right around Memorial Day weekend. And that's supposed to be like a quiet time. They're not really, you know, that's supposed to be like a special day set for remembering, not going out and celebrating something. That's a, you know, that's a somber day. Like you don't, you're not supposed to be like, yeah so that right off the bat was just like yeah what are you doing i don't know i just pe wish people would be more respectful so if anyone listening to this got to the end <laughs> leave here with one thing only please don't do fireworks or support them and maybe even write a letter to your local politician or send an email asking them to ban fireworks again or put on more regulations at least to make sure that they don't get out of hand yes that's it for today. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple, and email us at bekindpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a happy, happy 4th of July without fireworks. Mm -hmm.